Right, we're now on air. Good, Good evening. evening. <laughs> that was in yeah, stereo. In <laughs> so this week we are at home with the Fishers with Chris and Nicola Fisher and our special guest, yeah. Andy. AH Bespoke. How you doing, man? <laughs> Hiya. Hiya. Great, great to have you. Yeah, great to have you with us on this uh, warm and uh, somewhat clammy uh, Monday evening. Yeah. So, uh, so this is episode sixteen. So, um, let me just say hello to everybody um, who's on the live chat. So, hello to everyone who's watching. Um, hi to T Plus G Making. Good evening, guys. Knotted Pumpkin. Hi. Wayne Bigfoot Woodcraft. Hi, Wayne. Christine and Michael Hesseltine. Hello. Great to have you all with us. Bonjour. So, without further ado, yes, let's go to Andy. So, it's really great to have you here, and we've just been chatting for um, the sort of the pre-call, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just uh, just sort of like chewing the fat, as you might say, off, yeah. off air. Uh, so, I found out a few things about Andy. Um, Andy has a fine art degree um he describes himself as an artist a maker and a wood turner um he's having a bit of a, a new chapter in his life which we'll have a chat about um but he's going in some new directions but still maker related um and he is a new dad to Jacob, who's five weeks old. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. Woo. That's amazing. Thank you. I didn't really do anything. That was the wife. <laughs> well, 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 kind, well, well done to the missus anyway. So, uh, well, you've got some sleepless nights though. So, yeah, very much so. He's, um, yeah, he's a, a challenge. Yeah. Five weeks. But yeah, no, he's, He's gorgeous. Yeah. You can't not love him. So oh, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. It's all good. Cool. Cool. So um, let's just see. Uh, Steve Twydell. Hi, um, Steve. He says, ah, it's a mad Viking. Mm. Uh, Wayne the Woods Turner. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. So, Hi, Wayne. <laughs> Andy. Um, so let's yeah. start with the first question. Why do you make? I make because it's in my genes. Um, I've, since I was a kid, I've always made stuff from Lego and bits and pieces like that. So um, as you get older, Lego turns into wood and then you get big tools and then you get even bigger tools and then wood comes into other things and then you start picking up other bits and pieces. So. Um, I guess art or making um, has always kind of been there. Mm -hmm. um, it's something I've always done. Um, this is what draw. I find so interesting about makers because, and I say this every week, you all say very similar things. And this whole maker thing has been with a lot of you from being very young. And I find that quite fascinating. Yeah, I will. I think um, 
can't speak for anybody else, obviously, but mine, I guess my direction comes from my dad. My dad has, is a maker, although doesn't do it as much as what he would like, I don't think, but mm. um, he's always been handy with stuff. He's So that's something he's passed on. I've always seen him doing that. Um, so now I'm doing it to my boys. Yeah. Luke's already doing the wood turning and he's way better than I am at wood turning. Um, and as soon as Jacob can hold a hammer, he'll be out on the anvil. So, yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess because I had that kind of parentage, yeah. that was where I sort of went and being naturally away with the fairies, the creative thing sort of comes with it do you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah. so um, what, what about the fine art you said you did a fine art degree yeah do you still um use some of that in the work you're doing now or have you just um, in a completely different direction i'd like to think it has no bearing on what i do but everything that i've done previously is of is going to have an obvious effect on what i do now mm -hmm. i i didn't do what you would class as standard art i didn't do painting i didn't do drawing or anything like that i did more sort of performance based mm -hmm. and, um film and that kind of stuff so i didn't fly sorry <laughs> um I didn't I didn't um really sort of do that sort of stuff that wasn't my my thing um now obviously that has helped me doing the YouTube for example yeah yeah and Instagram because I'm a lot more aware of camera than say somebody who hasn't I can do art stuff a lot of what I did at sixth form and doing my A-levels and uh, my foundation course is stuff that a lot of makers do now. Mm. Photography. Yeah. Um, it's all stuff that I've picked up and all stuff is that's added to the bank of knowledge that um, I use in whatever I do, I guess. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sense. I noticed you were making um, a Viking longboat cart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds really interesting. <laughs> <Epic> well. <laughs> um, well, I made, I started making um, a proper, I was making it like Vikings made boats, yeah. but as a cart. Um, now we in our previous house um I, I made it a bit too big um so i couldn't actually get it out of the door <laughs> so engrossed in making this cot um and yes it's got to be this certain size for him i didn't actually consider i actually had to get it up to the bedroom mm. at that point then I did was it was suggested to me uh, when I was on Makers International that I should probably consider um, well just before Makers International I should probably consider like maybe cutting it in half. The second I did that I lost 
interest in it mm. because it was like oh I've, I've done all of that work and the one thing that i've you're always taught to do measure twice measure twice cut once yeah mm. and i just didn't do it i did the most basic of lessons i just got so engrossed in doing what i was doing that um yeah so anyway <laughs> put that to one side um and um the wife was getting a little bit you really need to make this cart and i was like okay yeah so um we went for a cot bed instead so in instead of a proper actual boat shape mm. um it's more of a, a bed shape mm. um, it still looks like a, a long boat mm -hmm. um it's got a little sail at the back as well, and mm -hmm. little shields on the front. Oh. Um, so yeah, um, but I think the best thing about all of that was that my dad actually said that I had done a brilliant job, and that was. Oh, that's nice. When he says that, I know that I actually have done a good job. So yeah, um, yeah. that was kind of nice. So yeah, pleased so, with that. Tell, tell, tell us about <laughs> the Viking connection then. Um, it's more of an obsession. Um, I have traced my lineage, as we were saying before, mm -hmm. um, and it's Northern Frank, um, so North, um, the Northmen. Yeah. Um, 1066 people. Um, mm -hmm. But I, uh, honestly, I'm not sure if there is. Um, I haven't done the... the uh, the test like you guys have mm. um but i have to say now you've said it i'm probably actually going to it's um not, not that dear i think it's about 60 pounds or something like that it's come down yeah. a lot in price as well now and you know it's not like you do a swab and well you activate it you have to register and activate it online first and then charlie did a swab yeah uh, and then uh you, you put it in your vial and you post it off and then you know it's takes yeah. time for the results to come through uh but uh yeah that when he rang me and said the results are here and he said you know we're you know uh we're danish descent it was like i knew it but yes get in there <laughs> you know but uh yeah it, but it's super interesting because you know we we have that we had the overall majority of danish blood uh, we've got some Irish because my maternal relatives are from Roscommon in Ireland. So we have on on, uh, on my mum's side, we've got the Irish element, but we had little little bits in uh, Switzerland and Italy. It's fascinating, it really is. And so, uh, yeah, I hope and I hope uh, and many blessings that if you do do it, you come back as Scandinavian. But it's still very interesting. Uh, well. I'd be I'll be happy wherever. It'd just be interesting to know where 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 the lineage comes from. Yeah. Um, and and, it, and really, really, if it comes back that you've got this uh, nice little Scandinavian uh, line back, that'd be just like icing on the cake. Yeah, you, you, icing could, on the cake. you could lock me up and chuck away the key after that, man. That's like I was. <laughs> I was good. I'm done now. I'm out of here. Want to that. Where's my sword? I'm off to Valhalla. And that was it. I was like, whoa. So, 
yeah, well, yeah, I'd recommend doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I'm gonna get on that. I'll get on that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, obviously, you were at Maker Central this year, as were many of us. Yes. Um, what What has the Maker community given you? What What do you get out of being involved in that community? The the best thing that you get out of sorry stupid flies. <laughs> um, the best thing that the Maker community gives is friendship. Plain and simple. Um, meeting people like yourselves, uh, Steve, Dave, the wood barber, yeah. um, uh, Richard, Brain Fizz, Cat. I mean, even um, Al, Brett, and um, the guys from Fools with Tools are not just people that are famous, if you like, but um, there's the makers that. Um, simply or nay um i speak to him almost daily and um it's nice to get the face you know the yeah. face time rather than yeah, yeah. that's great and we are so lucky the age that we live in where we can communicate like this but it's you kind of miss out on the personal contact mm. um when people there's such distances between us all um but yeah, I think the friendship is the best thing that I've got out of uh, the maker community because yeah, so many awesome people, like so many awesome people. Yeah. yeah. When Jacob was born, I within two weeks, three weeks, we had must have had eight or nine parcels, oh. random things for Jacob from makers that. To be fair, a few of them I have met, but some of them I haven't even met. They follow me on Instagram and heard that I was having a baby and mm. sent me stuff. Oh. It's not about them sending me stuff. That's not. It's the fact that they've thought Andy would like this yeah. for his son, and that just yeah. make a central blew my mind. It was just. <laughs> It was the most awesome time that I, 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 I still struggle to put it into words because I, it was my first year. So, yeah. um, and at the time I still was still having dizzy spells. So I was kind of a little bit awkward anyway, because meeting all these people and feeling the way that I was, it was quite, um, bizarre, but, Fun at the same time, but awesome at the same time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, meeting people like the owner, the owner Faye. Yeah, she's in the chat. Yeah, you will never see her on camera, but to actually <laughs> meet her in real life and to get the most massive hug was just yeah, brilliant. That I mean, you can't you can't put a price on that at all. Yeah. Um, and thanks to Nick and um all. Not just Nick, because it takes a whole ton of people to organise something like that. But that was just fantastic, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It was, it was a, a, an epic event, and uh, it's, yeah, the friendship it'd, it'd be probably the thing that, apart from you know, uh, you uh, for whatever reason being told that you couldn't make anything ever again. 
I think the friendship would probably be the the most upsetting thing to go without. Mm. You know, uh, yeah. that 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 sense of community and family and friendship that we've all got, and you know, it's 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 a big community and it's a big place, and of course you'd love to get to meet more people more often but we've all got busy lives you do more than most at the minute but uh yeah it's nice like you say you're getting your packages from people that you've never met and it, it's like you know you you may never hear from them again but each time it does happen it's a really special feeling so yeah and there's that uh there's that saying i think strangers are just friends you haven't met yet Mm. so uh yeah there's so many many people i'd love to hang out with everyone all together at the same time you know we should have a maker island <laughs> you know maybe oh, better love island oh gosh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah maker island i well i think um what we need to have is um and another event like Maker Central, but instead of having all the stuff, having like just talking to people and something where you can network, I mm. think that would be really nice. Sort of like a, 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 a more chilled, informal hangout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where this, yeah, where this, yeah, go on, Andy. Sorry, man. Joe Whitaker was, um, that had an idea, didn't he, with about the Make Fest? Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and a few other people. Obviously, Steve Twidell's doing his one in Ireland. Yeah, um, make make a meter. Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's the Yandles Fair as well. Mm. Um, September. Yeah. Um, which would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there, there are still events going on. It's just I think because Maker Central was is publicised to us so massively, mm. Mm. I forget the other sort of smaller ones. And yeah. I guess now Joe's floated the idea. Other people are going to start um, coming up with their own ideas, and that can only be a good thing. Yeah. Um, like a Glastonbury type festival <laughs> for makers. I mean, that would be, I'd be there like a shot. Yeah. Um, maybe not the wife or the boys, but um, I'd be there. Um, <laughs> Should we get a me tent going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be Most so definitely. I'm crazy. We can be sat in there with our axes. <laughs> You well, know. we do axe throwing, Chris. I'm up for axe throwing axe if you are. Throwing, blind axe throwing whilst absolutely clattered on mead. Now, that's worth <laughs> that it. Awesome. Well, we, we nearly had a go, didn't you, at axe throwing? We, we went to Woodfest in North Wales a couple yeah. of weekends ago, mm. and they had axe throwing there. But it's one of those, you know, the day runs away with you. We were talking to people, and by the time we were sort of ready to move on. It, it was all closing anyway. Mm. So, um, yeah, but I, I think we need to organise some blind axe throwing. Yeah. But anyway, that would be legendary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to go back to Maker Central, you mentioned that you'd been struggling with dizziness. Um, yeah. And that's led you to have a change of direction and a bit yeah. of a new chapter in your life. 
Yeah, so basically, a um, couple of, uh, I think it was about February sort of time, the dizziness started. Mm. It's about three months, three and a half months or so that I was suffering with dizziness on a regular basis. Fly. Um, and um, it it kind of destroyed my work life. I couldn't go to work. Um, obviously, my, the company needed to uh, replace me. Um, I was told at the time that this was something that I would have to live with potentially for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, and obviously, with that in mind, the company and I parted ways. Turns out, after the tests were actually done, that um, I just had um, quite a serious um, labyrinthitis, they call it. Mm. Um, so, ultimately, not that serious, never going to happen again, most likely. Um, but through a massive spanner in the works, as in for my work. Um, as it happens, I was quite fortunate that. Um, well, I say fortunate, it's never fortunate, but I I was in, I acquired some inheritance mm. um, and that's kind of helped me in my new direction. Um, unfortunately, my aunt passed away um, and as a monument, tribute, whatever you'd like to call it, I guess, um, I knew she would want me to do some sort of something to better myself so mm -hmm. um I, I signed up to do a welding course um which is the complete learn to do weld yeah um never held uh, a welder in my life before so all my eggs in one basket mm -hmm. as i said um so yeah um that's where i'm off to um as we speak i'm it's an online course so for the majority Mm. Um, so I'm doing the online learning part now and then the practical side I have to go to Watford um, and do uh, the practical there so mm. um, it's great yeah it's it's the step forward that I needed to make for the family and as I said to you before it's as a as a woodworker I do the wood turn and I do woodwork. I can make wood structures. I can wood. There would be no point in me learning to do, uh, to be a chippy, for example. Mm -hmm. um, so I was getting into blacksmithing. Welding seemed mm -hmm. like the most logical way forward. Um, and what it can add to my making is a whole new thing so mm -hmm. i've gone from being able to burn my work to being actively advised to burn my work so um <laughs> bonus we like fire um <laughs> he's a viking fire good <laughs> well it's good for so many things yeah um yeah uh, so yeah, no, that's that's where I'm going at the moment. Sorry about the flies. <laughs> so, what sort of things do you think you want to do when when you sort of acquire some of these new skills? Have you got any thoughts about 
the type of projects you're going to work on? Style. What style? <laughs> oh, it's going to be it's it, the Viking style is going to stay. Yeah, it's yeah. just going to be. Um, well, I was thinking kind of keep the Viking thing, but make it more metal. Um, <laughs> so, like, um, I guess perhaps I'd make a a small welded uh, long boat or something. I guess would mm -hmm. be my first starting point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to forge swords and things like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, but welding, well, where where can you go with that? You can, I could pretty much do whatever I could come up with in my head. If I've got the metal, that's it. That's that'll be made. Yeah, yeah. and it'll be uh, great to have that the story of you going on this new journey as well. It's a great story to share on youtube and instagram and mm. i think it's well, going to be fascinating i kind of in like that side of instagram certainly i'm not i don't use youtube as much as what i probably should or could mm. um i prefer instagram in the sense that i don't necessarily have to have the hours and hours of editing yeah um, because when you're doing things like I made an anvil out of a rail track and the amount of grinding, no one wants to sit there and watch you grind mm. for the majority of the project. They want to see nice quick cuts and stuff like that. Well, when you're grinding something like that, you don't want to stop. Mm. Because if you stop, you, you lose your flow, you, you make a mess. Mm. the cut's not straight or something like that so mm. it's just instagram is a little bit more instant yeah uh, so when i do my course there will be i will be doing my course going like this with my instagram <laughs> this is what i'm doing today guys oh look i've messed it up again um That'll but that kind cool, of thing i'll be really cool yeah um so so at the moment what sort of things do you love to make viking shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah props i love making props at the moment mm. um so wooden swords I'm a, i've made a load of wooden swords um I've started playing around with HDPE, mm. um, melting plastic and making yeah. various things. Mm. I don't know if you've seen my anvil that I made the other day. Um, no? No. It's, um, hold on. <laughs> get it. Is, this, is this your workshop, okay. in, by the way? Is yes, this, this is workshop? my workshop. Well, and Andy, could I could I have could I trouble you for your finest audio description now, please, for the blind? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to do. Um, so this is probably based on about twenty, uh, maybe a thirteen-pound anvil. So not a massive anvil. So yeah. maybe twenty-five centimeters in length. It has a horn on it. Yeah, got that. Uh, um, yeah. Which is green black and white HDPE. Funky. Um, and it goes into a blue, black, 
and white solid block which is about the same sort of size as half a brick yeah um it's got a small base onto it and then it's got like the hammering surface which is about the size of an envelope and about two and a half centimeters thick right okay yeah, yeah. size for yeah. pummeling stuff yeah. you get some work done on that so can you use that well yes i can um i was going to use it for copper uh, molding copper and yeah. very thin sheet metals yeah because it's very forgiving although it's hard it's it obviously still dents when you whack it with something sharp so mm -hmm. um but the advantage of this you just heat it up and you can flatten it off again it's, yeah it's, it's brilliant stuff great idea and i've made a load of hammers as well so uh, like round hammers and essentially blacksmith's hammers yeah. but out of plastic um so yeah i'm enjoying the um hdpe bits and pieces at the moment that sounds really cool yeah so it's how, so easy it's easy how do you make it because i know i've got that pen haven't i That's... well what it is you get the uh, the plastic milk cartons and now it's the the symbol is it, it'll have sort of like the recycling triangle and it'll have the yep. number in yeah uh, i forget what number it is now for to, that designates hdpe but basically the plastic milk cartons with the tops you get plastic mm -hmm. snip as many as you can up into small pieces uh soften them up in your oven conventional oven right uh, and then you can shape them or you'd push them into a mold uh, and sh let the mold shape them and when it cools uh, i've not done it myself but that's right andy isn't it just roughly 100 percent, right chris 100 percent. so that's, um, that's sort of like uh, uh hdp molding right. in, in your own workshop or kitchen mm. yeah the wife didn't like me doing it in the kitchen so i've got my own oven in the workshop oh right yeah well these little these little uh sort of like microwave sized ovens yeah are perfect for the workshop aren't they yeah yeah that's it that's less than 20 quid at argos and oh, christmas is coming it's i mean it's brilliant for what i for what i do it's it was a no-brainer plus we had so many baby bottles it was you pay four pounds well it's five pounds for four bottles well jacob was going for a until we changed to powder, he was going through eight bottles in the space of two days. Mm. Was like, I'm not getting anything back from this other yeah. than a baby screaming at me. Yeah. Thanks. So um, I wanted to get at least something back from the four bottles. So yeah, yeah. They went straight into the into the uh, oven. That's great. It is. Yeah. Um. So you you I meant must give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> With supervision. Now look no, what you started. Yeah, and the, the blind HDP. -er. <laughs> Give it a go, man. Give I'm it a go. It's, it's hot, so that would be the only thing that I would say. It's yeah. it, it is really hot. Yeah. Just watch. I'd wear I'd wear some gloves. Yeah, uh, you can wear necessary. your gauntlets, can't you? And welding gauntlets. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wear. I I bought a special pair for them. Mm. For doing HDPE because I get so much plastic all over them. Mm. 
wrecked my welding glove. So right, That's I got a separate. Pair. Yeah, yeah, get a cheap. Yeah, well, well, uh, uh, yeah, a second pair. Yeah, yeah. Steve Twydell says the amount of plastic in the world is scary. Good to make stuff from it rather than feed dolphins with it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. You'd be surprised how much isn't and how much can't be recycled. It's yeah. it's disgusting. It really yeah. is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah. all these carrier bags, you know, they, they, they can't be recycled, can they? Just normal carrier bags, really. You know, it's just, yeah, got, yeah keeping stuff out of landfill and the oceans and making anvils mm. out of it and mm. props. <laughs> people yeah. that use it for pen making it's just genius yeah it really is yes again blessings to the maker community for coming up with all of this stuff yeah Absolutely. so um andy tell us something that the maker community doesn't know about you see this, i've been thinking about this one this was the only question i was like hmm mm. see i'm quite open i i Oh, I like to think I'm quite open about stuff. So I don't tend to have stuff that you guys don't know. If I think it's funny, I'll tell you, even if it's at my cost. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of something. Um, the only thing I could think of was that I was brought up in an old people's home. Um, <laughs> but my parents were wardens at um, uh, an old people's home. So for the first seven, eight years of my life, I was brought up with um, the old um, infirm and a few people with disabilities. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Well, no, that's <laughs> not that before. That is a first. Yeah, yeah. It must have been it's quite a... interesting as a yeah. young boy, though. Um, um, there must be yes, some characters this, in you. That's where the Lego thing came from, you see, because the older people used to give every birthday I would end up with I thought you were gonna say making hips and knees. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally enough. <laughs> but the um they the older people they were interesting, yes, but it was I think um one of the, the traps that was there, Kelvin, um he really challenged my perception on what is possible. Mm. Um, I forget what it's called, and bear with me, I, I, I don't want to be offensive, but he didn't have, ha he only had um, like hands on his shoulders and oh, feet on his <laughs> Thank you, thank you. And he used to drive. Mm. Yeah. Um, he had his car was completely converted and all that kind of stuff and it was just it blew my mind then the possibilities of what is possible mm. um even more so when i caught him bench pressing in his bedroom which <laughs> um, just was insane um but then obviously uh, yeah that's that's that yeah that's Mm -mm. probably what i don't think i've said that to anybody before um <laughs> oh, that's so that's you. <laughs> we get all the good stuff don't we that is just brilliant <laughs> i mean yeah for, for lots of different reasons that to grow up in you know uh, an old people's home 
you know times of great joy uh times of sadness there'd be times of curiosity i, I think you know it will have given you uh, a great appreciation uh yeah uh, for people and the spirit of people and also an appreciation for all people that are so uh often cast aside and forgotten about when they get you know mm -hmm. to that old dithering and it's wrong yeah it is wrong yeah i um it's one thing that gives me great joy and that is making people smile and making people laugh mm. yeah i do that in a day and I've been struggling to do it recently because of baby and tiredness and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, if I can do that in a day, I've done a good day's job. And regardless of whether I've taken money home or not, yeah, mm. that's a good day's work. I, I've done a good day's work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you mentioned as well that you've got a connection with HMS Victory, which I thought was interesting yeah um my one of my ancestors was the shipwright for hms victory mm. um which is pretty awesome yeah um i didn't find this information out this was my older of my two sisters um she went to portsmouth to hms victory she took the picture standing in front going um of uh it came i can't remember the first name but heel and um said ship ship right next to it so um yeah served with um nelson himself so wow. all right yeah, yeah, yeah. don't get any bigger than that no, in naval history does it that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely amazing yeah well so have you got anything else you'd like to ask uh yeah so when when you when you're uh you get your, your qualification in welding and fabrication and all that sort of stuff uh mm -hmm. uh i would i would just uh, like to just not ask you a question but just please 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 i'm gonna plead with you please do plenty of viking slash medieval stuff uh and, oh. and uh let, let me feel uh as much of it as i can uh we'll have to arrange that out so it's not a question it's a request when you get to uh doing your wood and metal creations and you're gonna still do a lot of your viking stuff uh can can i please uh come and have a grow <laughs> <laughs> more than welcome thank sir. you, very much, sir. Thank, you. thank you uh no i've, no, I've not got any questions thoroughly thoroughly yeah <laughs> brilliant brilliant guest again uh well yeah i mean fucking heck well we've just got we've got uh one question from sk crafts when was the last time you shaved um it's before i met my, my wife so six years ago now but it's been different it's not been continuous growth i have trimmed it mm. um but yeah probably about six years that i've had a beard now yeah she told me she'd divorce me if i ever cut it off so it's staying <laughs> mm. she's well, a keeper so um I don't, 
I prefer Chris with the beard. I mean, obviously, he's just trimmed it today, but yeah. that's about as short as you go now. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. I've got. I mean, <laughs> I've got. I've just trimmed it down to number one today. I've cut my hair today, uh, and I've just uh, trimmed my beard down. But I won't. I won't cut it again now for a few months. So, yeah, I I like facial hair. Uh, yeah, but most of the Danes were very vain. So uh so keep keep your beard uh in in good order it's, so uh the, the the veins contrary to popular belief <laughs> i think you break yeah the danes the danes we're talking about vikings contrary to popular belief the danes were very vain the veins oh the, no, the danes were very vain i said it right the danes the danes were very vain oh they were a very clean people as well yes like, yes so uh beards are plenty but well groomed yeah. well i yeah i'm not so well groomed but i'm certainly um bearded <laughs> and it, to be fair i did straighten it before i came on so well there you go that's we'll take that we can tell yeah, yeah we can tell yeah i can but i'll it's great straight lines we straight like lines, straight lines and uh have you ever uh, have you got have you got any uh plats in it or beads have you ever done that oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that would be like putting horns on my helmet that was only um that's yeah they didn't do that no 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 it's the uh the the horns it's a victorian myth yeah mm. So yeah, um, Steve Twydell says, "Will there be a Clockwork Orange version of this interview later?" Which <laughs> I think means something to you, I believe. Oh, <laughs> uh, I did. Um, I did a series on YouTube, um, which was because I was being dizzy. Uh, I was told to do these exercises, so I didn't do the exercises he suggested i did my own and um basically involved me singing along and all this kind of stuff to various music tracks and being the drummer obviously you can't put on standard speed tracks so i sp sped up all the tracks so if you listen to them it sounds like the chipmunks all singing right. <laughs> with Ran with me randomly throwing in the occasional line or something like that um i found it quite funny and quite a few other people found it quite funny um but it got to the point where it was i was doing maybe three or four a day mm. and um i thought perhaps i should stop it was like having mm -hmm. too much coffee in a day uh i was getting a bit like well oh, i could do this i could do this oh, oh. and yeah I, I i needed to stop so um i i probably will pick it up again at some point yeah uh, because i did enjoy doing it but you should check it out it's funny i will do, I think. I will do. um steve says would andy recommend folk to consider changing their career from his past experience um honestly it's quite daunting um because you i am literally putting all my eggs into one basket the money that i have got isn't going to last forever 
in fact it's not going to last um till christmas so um i need to be getting on with it as soon as it's a needs must situation um fortunately the way the course works when i qualify the first module i'll be qualified in um oxycetlin so i can go and get a job doing skip making or something like that mm. um and then as i do the next module the module after that then i can progress into harder types of welding or different types of welding um and then obviously the job will get better as i get more qualified mm. yeah. um i haven't got anywhere to go as yet mm. as in company to work for so i really am putting all my eggs into one basket yeah but i am so um focus but yeah and pig-headed mm. would be probably the way my mum would describe it um mm. I'm doing this this is what i'm doing and i will do it yeah uh, that's my biggest character flaw to be fair <laughs> but um that that's just i need to be focused i need to do this not just for me personally but for my family because mm-hmm. assuming i can get a job doing welding afterwards it's going to make my home life so much better yeah. The way that I can command being a qualified welder is more than what I could dream of at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, being an artist, people don't pay you to be an artist unless you're a tape, uh, uh, displaying in the tape or um, a Turner Prize winner or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to win the Turner Prize. Um, well, I might do, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's unlikely because um, I don't do mainstream stuff. I'm I'm not that kind of person. But it sounds like you've got. I know it's a, it's a brand new chapter and lots of unknowns. But it sounds like you've got the right attributes to make it work. And you well, we shall skills, You know the the general skills as well and the creativity. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think the learning, going back to school, learning again at nearly 40, um, that's the challenge, Yeah. if I'm honest. I was never a good student. <laughs> I, I went to university to get away from my parents. Um, and the fact I was doing an art course was just because that was the only thing I was any good at at school. Mm. And I had to go to university. So, oh. So I was told anyway. Um, so getting to do this now, yeah, <laughs> much better. Yeah. An actual direction, an actual trade profession, something that's worth the paper that it's that I'm paying for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, Steve Twydell says it's hard to do when you have family responsibilities. Well done, Andy. Proud of you, mate community is always here to support you through it so um yeah appreciate 
I'm sure you'll get loads of support from the maker community as well. Yeah, yeah. They already are. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So I mean, um, just tell us where we can find you online, Well, where everyone can find you. Um, just right here. Um, <laughs> uh, AH Bespoke on Instagram and the YouTubes. Okay. Um, all the same, um, even on Facebook as well. Yeah. I don't do Twitter or anything like that or the other bits and bobs. I'm not interested in those. Yeah, right, okay. but you're busy on Instagram. Instagram will be yeah, where you yeah. follow me nine times out of ten. Cool. Um, YouTube, little bell, then you'll know when I upload. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so everybody, if you're not already subscribed to Andy on YouTube, please go and find AH Bespoke and subscribe. subscribe. And click the bell so you get notified. Yeah, so you'll be able to see all his new stuff as it comes and follow him on um, Instagram as well. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on our podcast today. We've loved chatting with you. Yeah, most awesome. Yeah, and finding out a lot about you. So thank you thank for you joining both. us. Yeah, cheers. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thank <laughs> you very much. And best of luck with the, uh, the course and uh, send our love and best wishes to the wife and your two sons and uh yeah keep on turning and stay viking <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll look out for all the stuff you'll be doing as you Brilliant. Of course yes we'll be following you with interest yeah yeah definitely so you're very Brilliant. welcome to stay with us we're going to just chat about our week and whatnot now but um if you like to hang around and just sure sure i'll hang around all right Cool. Lovely. Thank you Thank very, you very much. much, Andy. That's cool. Thanks, guys. Cheers. So, well, here we are. Here we are again. <laughs> well, that was that was uh, yeah, very interesting. It was very interesting. Very interesting, and uh, it's just really nice to hear another person's take on uh, the maker life and the. The, the way it can take your life and it's not all it's not always easy as we know yeah uh yeah. you know but yeah i but mean like a lot of people keep telling us it's something within them that drives them to be a maker mm. that's the thing that i keep hearing every week when we do this you say to people why do you make well i've got to it's a compulsion mm. i've been doing it all my life i've been doing it as a child yeah. and it's sort of yeah i find that really interesting that mm. um we're getting similar answers to that question yeah yeah so christopher yes if what have you been doing this week well i've been doing a lot of tinkering <laughs> and making in the workshop i've been doing uh odds and sods really uh we've made a couple we made a tiny little tiny little um bud vase. i made a couple of little bud vases yeah i made a little bud pot almost and then uh, a more traditional bud vase shape i've done a couple of pens made a honey dipper today uh the reason is i'm speaking at a sort of like is it a woman a women's club yeah sort of women's group yeah on the 7th of august yeah so i'm public speaking really to cut it short yeah. you know yeah uh, i'm public speaking i'm their guest speaker and they've said oh bring some little bits because mm. you know 
they might like to buy they might something. like to buy something so i'm thinking you know nice little cute things for the ladies you know yeah. some pens and i'll take a couple of bowls as well and things but uh you know just nice cute little things for the ladies after i've done my speech so uh yeah i've been doing that uh been uh well matthew was here on wednesday on wednesday so we did a video yeah uh, so that'll be up live this friday yeah yes um, but what else did you do on wednesday oh right yes i remember now <laughs> oh yes uh henshaw <laughs> society for the blind were here uh and uh they do a, a video series called the knowledge village so it's uh all about how uh well it's information for the blind and visually impaired community so after me uh judging the uh the nominations for the awards and then speaking at the award ceremony they asked if i wanted to do uh a segment for the knowledge village and it was really uh to do with my uh use of technology in my everyday life but really in the workshop so mm -hmm. how i use the pen friend talking tape measure talking spirit level and things like that you know being a maker and you know how it makes life easy for me so they were here so there was debbie who's uh the head of marketing yeah for henshaws now henshaws has been going for 180 years uh very very old charity set up by a very wealthy businessman from oldham uh, and he he uh he gave them I think back in the day is you know probably 20 40 000 pound mm. uh to set up uh the asylum for the indignant blind <laughs> i believe it was called something like that anyway mm. uh don't quote me but i'm roughly right there uh and henshaws has been around since then 180 years it was a great laugh so there was debbie who's head of marketing there was ed who was the cameraman and then was mark who was the interviewer slash presenter mm. so they were asking me you know uh how i got started and why i do it and the tech that's involved so matthew was here so matthew did a bit of filming them filming me <laughs> yeah but it, yeah but it was nice because obviously matthew's an undergraduate yeah he's about to uh well he'll start his third year in in autumn yeah so it was nice for matthew to see you know people that make the living doing this yeah that's what he's studying to do so that was cool and then yeah in the afternoon when henshaws had left they were here all morning and after they'd left we filmed our next youtube video uh so yeah it was a great day and they might be asking they're doing a thing called talking heads oh, right. uh and first thing i thought of was alan bennett you know talking <laughs> heads but it's uh not you know not and i thought of that before the the, uh, the david byrne uh pop band talking heads oh right so uh it was uh it's another sort of like videoed series but they're gonna be asking me more sort of like specific questions it's you know uh so they'll probably get back in touch with me about that so there could be something else right. uh, for henshaws uh but the great group of people and it's it's fun hanging out with them from time to time uh and the matthews we just got matthew for this week haven't we and then he goes back to hong kong yeah matthew uh 
Matthew is from Kowloon. Uh, so he's back to Hong Kong. Uh, he said he's not going to leave his, his house while they live in an apartment because real estate is at a premium there, both financially mm. and for space. So uh, he's got his mum and dad who both work and he's got a younger brother, Terry. Uh, so he's, he's yeah, going back home till probably September, end of yeah. September. Yeah. Uh, and then he's, then he's going back to Lancaster Uni. So yeah, he'll be missed because he's made a, a real difference. Yeah, so in the interim, I guess he'll be filming the videos be afraid <laughs> yeah be very afraid uh, uh, yeah nicola is going to step into the uh the uh, matthew's shoes yeah. uh and i think i think we should be able to do all yeah, right yeah and, uh, and, and matthew uh because he's staying he'll just be staying in the in the apartment back in kowloon with the aircon on he said oh yeah he said even though i'm off for the summer he said film the videos and send them to me and he'll edit them and send them back so yeah. he said he still wants to keep on working for us even during summer vacation well just having him do the editing will be a big help yeah um that's the bit that seems to take me forever mm -hmm. um so we can we can film it it'll just be easier than chris doing it because at least um well a sighted person you'll have a better yeah, idea yeah, of camera you'll angles. be able to actually see what's going on so yeah, we're still going to do filming on a Wednesday. Mm. Um, but you can you can uh, you can position the camera and hit record yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Steve Twydale says, "Tell Chris that I am in the middle of a conversation with Barbara Dill right now. She's one of my heroes in the turning world." All right, yeah. Um, Ooh, that's cool. Um. So, um. Right. Well, the next thing is, um. We've had some stickers recently. We've not mentioned these. So um, we've had two of these. So I think you've already put one of these up in the workshop. Mm. So this was from Dead Rise, Emmett. Um, and we've got some really great <laughs> stickers from Wayne Bigfoot Woodcraft. Um, I like these. And um, they are little feet. So um, Chris can could feel them and work out what they were and Wayne was kind enough to make me a pink pen so um that was a nice surprise turning up um nice it, it, well, it was last week it was yeah. late last week um, so yeah thank you very much for that that was really good of you um so we've been We've been doing a bit of planning, haven't we? Because we've yeah, got we had a meeting on we had, Sunday. Yes, we we have meetings. We have meetings. Um, so it was a, a sit down. It was like we're having a meeting. So it was sat around the dining table, and Nicola's got you know about eight hundred notebooks out. You know, you can hear one book getting close for one uh, topic, and something being opened and scribbled for another. So you have a you know a book for you know. Oh, uh, for every single occasion you could think of it's not quite like that well, it's, it is it sounds insane when you 
What was that? Who was I that? don't know. It's a notification for uh, some reason. Notification. Uh, so, yeah, well, yeah anyway, we, we're doing some planning for a few things we want to do. So, every now and again, we have to sit down and just Fresh. put brainstorm. our heads together, don't we? Yeah, it's a brainstorm session, really. Yeah. It was uh yeah. it, it was that really brainstorming session so that lasted what well, wasn't that long was it no about three quarters of an hour or something yeah yeah so uh but you did take notes didn't you yes yes uh so yeah we've had uh, that a brainstorming session uh and i uh because nicola does uh the instagram and all that sort of stuff i i can handle the twitter so i've been tweeting a lot yeah because it's easy for me to do uh because of the, the way my phone's set up i can just launch the twitter app i dictate uh my message uh hit the open the camera button take the picture and uh and it easy because it's set up for the blind it says add a description for the visually impaired which i do uh, and then it says tweet, so I smack the tweet button thing, uh, and then it goes text. Literally text me, even me, a minute to tweet something. Now I'm getting really good at it, yeah. and I understand now retweeting and <laughs> putting an app. Uh, so yeah, I'm tweeting a lot, and I find it I find it quite liberating. So at least again, it's people uh, that are following me on Twitter. I know you're doing the Instagram and yeah. you, you and yeah. Matthew do the whole YouTube thing and the other platforms of social media. I'm handling the Twitter all on my own. Pretty cool. So Well, I think it works better because I try and make it sound like you, but obviously, you know, I'm, I'm guessing you've all worked out that when I post stuff on Chris's um, Blind Wood Turner Instagram account, it's me doing it, not Chris. Um and I do all the Facebook. I, some Twitter will be me because I just have it set to go from Instagram to Twitter. What's it called? If they send that. So you can post once and it's automatically. Because yeah. uh, I haven't got time to be posting separately. Mm -hmm. um, so I try and keep it as simple <coughs> as possible. But mm. um, sometimes, you know, Chris doing it on his own and saying it how he would say it, it's a it's bit edgier. A bit different to how I would say yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, it, it's Chris saying it as Chris. <laughs> you know, it, it's great. And you doing it as a third person and trying to phrase it as me, it's fine. But it's like, you know, I did that honey dipper today. So I took a photograph and it says, and but it's as it pops into my head, I will tweet that. Mm. And it was like, I've not made one of these for a long time. So I thought, what the hell? Mm. So that's what I tweeted that, you know, that that sentence mm. or two uh so yeah i mean see i'd have said it differently exactly i'd have said well what we've made today yeah well, as i said <laughs> what the be, hell yeah. so that's that's uh yeah when i tweet it's from me but you you've been you know you do a great job i wouldn't ever say don't don't tweet for me again i've got it now uh but yeah that's yeah that's that's twitter so sort of like sorted for me uh can we discuss can we discuss you know who <laughs> so well i think um last week um somebody said who would you like to have on the podcast um and who, <laughs> who was it we said <laughs> pipe down over there you 
Well, first of all, we said we really wanted AH yeah, to yeah, spoke yeah, to join yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're top of the I list. I told you you were top of the list and you weren't. Uh, top of the list. Uh, so, uh, obviously, Nicola knows <laughs> who who's, you know, my sort of like main target to get on the podcast. So you've been in... Uh, I sent a little email um over the well last week towards the end of last week and we've had a reply and we've had a reply and he's said he's, yes the man from del monte he said yes yeah. yes he said <laughs> yes. and he said but not tomorrow i'm busy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh the, the date is to be confirmed but he said yes he'd love to take part any guesses yeah steve fidel said duresta yeah so yeah, yeah yeah, J Jimmy DeResta's going to be a guest very soon on the podcast. Yeah, so I've sent him some dates. Um, so hopefully it will be either August or September. Um, but, yeah, that was that was nice. Um, yeah, so uh, that, sh that should be, uh, as, as with all of them, uh, another epic yeah. Uh, yeah. guest segment. Uh, so... Uh, what else has happened? I don't know. Um, You've been and done some photography today. Yeah, I've been out today. I'm, I'm sort of beavering away on my little projects at the minute. Um, and like Chris's stuff, um, I've got, you know, a plan of what I'm doing. So I needed to get some photography for my website. So I've, I've been out today and um, sort of stocked up on my stock images if you like mm. um so uh put on my um my website so yeah i've done that i need to do a bit more photography really I'm, i need to go to a few different places and uh just stock up a bit well apparently though it's gonna be the weather has been it's been warm but windy today yeah uh, and it seemed to get slowly warmer as the day progressed and it's all it's it feels like a lovely warm uh evening uh, and andy was saying it's been warm and uh what not down in bournemouth but you're going to be a few degrees up on us anyway being yeah you know, down south. yeah you know down there practically the south of france in bournemouth isn't it yeah you know <laughs> as, far as, as far as us manks are concerned you, you're practically on the riviera there mate so well, don't they call it the Riviera? Well, is it the, the Torquay? Um, oh, is it Torquay? That way, yeah, it's the English Riviera. Right, yeah, because uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, John Cleese says it in uh, Faulty Towers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, herds of wildebeest. <laughs> you know, when he's got that, got that room. What do you expect to see out of the window of the hotel? It's okay. you know, hordes of wildebeest walking majestically across. So, uh so um sk craft says jimmy legend mm. um the blue light turner creating shavings since 2016 <laughs> <laughs> says yeah that's that would be a great make monday um steve says best to hire a decent audience then yeah where are we going to get one of those from yeah um scott says hope that twice well, bloke well, doesn't nick the audience well for the for the uh the, the quality audience that we need yeah i think we need to stick with our regulars absolutely yeah, yeah. see yeah. see so much we think <laughs> so yeah 
Yeah, that's awesome. So what else have we got coming up? Um, well, next Monday, our Maker Monday guest will be Richard Morley, who will be joining us. He'll be fizzing away. Yeah, the, brain the, fizz. The, uh, the giant of a man that he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, every time I hear his voice, I'm you know I'm trying to work out how tall he is. He did tell me it's about six five or six six or something. Yeah, huge. He's tall. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's funny because I I sort of like like having a guess at how tall someone is or how short someone is when I hear the voice and where <laughs> it's coming from. And I think uh, from an from an audible standpoint, that's the highest up I've heard a voice yet. Him yeah. and Phil Irons, yeah, are pretty close. Yeah, I think he chatted to Phil at Maker's Central. A pair of bookends. Yeah, I'm not sure who was tallest. I think they were trying to work that one out. Yeah, but there's too, not much in it, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anybody got any more for any more? Anything else? Uh, Steve says uh, Richard Moore is tall, but when he turns sideways, he disappears. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is that it? That's pretty much it, really. Yeah. Um, so these, which I'm just chipping away. I'll be in the workshop again. We've got a relatively quiet week, I think, this week. You've got filming on Wednesday. Um, We've got to pop out on Thursday. Yeah, and I'm seeing a friend on Friday afternoon. But oh, Charlie's coming Wednesday night. Yeah, he's got a few days off work. Yeah. So uh, he was he was studying all day Sunday. Uh, doing his radio telephony course for his pilot's license mm. so he's got an exam well he's got to work saturday and then he's got his uh theory for his radio telephony mm. so it's all about charlie tango tea kettle barbecue <laughs> <laughs> you know all that how pilots uh, talk the way they talk uh so he's yeah he's got his first exam coming uh, on sunday so yeah charlie there for a few days well three nights and then we'll take him home uh oh yeah he wants to go home friday night now because he's working saturday all right they've asked him to work so uh that's cool yeah so we're just we're, i'm busy i'm in the workshop for quite a few hours every day tinkering faffing yeah. doing little yeah. things uh so yeah it's keeping the old gray matter lubricated yeah. uh so apart from that i've not really got any Okay, well, yeah. I'm just going to say, um, if anybody would like to join us on the podcast, um, it's an open invitation. As we've said so many times before, it's for makers of any description, um, any length of time. Um, as you can see, we just talk about all sorts of different things. Um, Scott's saying that he'd be up to be a guest, right? So, um, yeah, Getting... Scott said, What software do you need? Um, you don't need any software, it's um, all filmed through Google Hangouts. So, I'll send a link. Um, and Andy, how did it work for you? Just clicking, um, you... I just had to install, reinstall uh, Google Hangout and then. Mm that was it it was just, it linked with my account and then bob's your uncle yeah yeah so it's it's relatively simple it you don't need anything in particular um no. so well, yeah if, if scott if scott is having any trouble just email you yeah uh, and you'll work together but yeah scott that's awesome thank you very much we shall uh we've always got half an hour to play with anyway so um you speak to him before right? yeah right. we'll we'll sort it out 
Um, Dan and Sharon say hi and great show. Thank you. Hi, guys. Hope the turning's going <laughs> all right. Uh, Dan and Sharon uh, were at Newcastle, yeah. at Axminster, North Shields. Yeah. They just purchased a lathe. Uh, husband and wife uh, were both having the tuition, the three three hour free tuition you get with a lathe yeah. from Axminster. Lovely couple. Uh, and they were there for the demonstration. Uh, and the first piece that I turned, uh, I gave to them, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, so um, it has gone to a great home. Uh, and Dan's a, uh, a carpenter anyway. So uh, he's in love with wood. <laughs> so, yeah, and chat, yeah, both. They'd had, they'd had a great lesson, hung around for the demo. Lovely couple. So, yeah, thanks, Dan and Sharon. Hope it's going all amazingly well for you. Yeah. So I think that's it. I think... Um... We've pretty much finished. So um, I'd like to thank Andy very much for being with us and for a great Make a Monday conversation. Um, it was a lot of fun having you on. So thank you so much it, for joining it, it us. It was indeed, sir. And uh, yeah, like I said before, best of luck with the, the course uh, and hope you start getting some uh, hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah that'd be nice sleep is good yeah. um really appreciate thank you so much guys it's been a blast i loved it so no, great fun. Well, very much pleasure uh, uh and yes we will get you back on in the future man yeah uh, you could come and tell us how you're getting on that would be really cool yeah cool yeah i'm up for that yeah yeah that'd be yeah, really yeah, good. yeah we can we can have you back we'll on do again. an update yeah we'll do an update <laughs> <laughs> Update. Yeah. All right, folks. So, uh, yeah, we's we's out of here now. We're gonna go uh, and just chill for yeah. an hour, probably before we go to Betty Bowles. Uh, and yeah, keep on turning, everybody. Thanks for all your support. It's yeah, great. thank you very much, and thank you for joining us yeah. and chatting. Yeah, thanks for helping make the podcast what it is, uh, and making it you know so much fun for us all. Yeah, uh, and the feedback has been really good so some great guests uh to come yeah uh, and all of our guests today have been amazing and thank you all uh, of our previous guests yes yeah thank you so thank very you. much Thanks thank you very much part. everybody thank you bye we'll see you next monday bye bye, bye.